Welcome, everybody. This is Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I want to welcome you to Straight Talk. Today is the, let's see, uh, you know, I, I knew that and then I just forgot. So it is the 20th of March, and it is a beautiful Monday here in San Diego, California. I hope where you are is the weather is just as fine, just as fine. So you know that we have had a segment that we've started, Businesses to Know. And I know this young lady, I'm going to introduce her, and I've known her for quite a while now. I can't even think of how long. And we've done some things together off and on, been at a lot of different events together, and she's phenomenal. So I, I want to introduce you to Dree Berry. Dree is the founder and owner of San Diego Black Professionals here in San Diego, California. And she is also the owner of the Swan School of Protocol. So I want you guys to help me welcome Miss Dree Berry. Hey, G, how are you? G, can you hear me? I'm good, Doc. How are you? All right. I am all right. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm excited Thank to talk to you. Thank you for having you. me. Yeah, I'm excited because the things that we're going to talk about is going to be fantastic, and I think it's definitely things people need to know about. So the first thing I want to start off with is tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, my name is Dree Berry, the founder of San Diego Black Professionals. It's a social-friendly networking group created to connect African-American professionals when they relocate or decide to visit the San Diego area. I moved here from uh, Texas about 25 years ago. Yes, 25 years ago. I'm mm -hmm. celebrating 25 years in America's finest city. Yes, yes. And um, that's how I began here. And I, I loved it. I love the fact of, of meeting new people, being the introduction to this amazing city. And then I, um, I have a son that's 38. He moved back to Texas, and but he still come back and forth between here and California. And then I decided to pivot during COVID to start an etiquette business, which is Swan School of, Prot Swan School of Protocol in San Diego. It's a franchise of the Swan School of Protocol headquarters uh, out of Carlsbad, California. So yes, I am. I love San Diego. Yes, yes. And I want to talk a little bit about San Diego Black Professionals. So the one thing that I love about it is I want you to tell people when you started introducing people to San Diego, what were some of the things that you decided that African Americans need to be doing as well? Uh, can you repeat it? I'm sorry. I, so, need to, I need to hear the back, the first part of it. So the big thing that I love is the events that you hold for San Diego Black Professionals. I want you to tell them some of the events you've had and what some of the, the comments initially were about us doing those things. Okay. Um, we used to do uh, Memorial Day uh, beach party, uh, picnic, and we used to go to happy hours on Fridays. It used to be the first Friday, the second Friday of every month. We would go to exclusive, really nice, uh, sophisticated places in um, the San Diego, between San Diego City and San Diego County. Um, we just had a great time. We used to do a thing called um, Eating Our Way Through the Hood, which meant when you moved to San Diego, I wanted to let people get familiar with our culture as far as San Diego is, because San Diego is a little more laid back mm -hmm. than most of the country. So we will go to, I'll introduce them to all the different black-owned businesses in the southeast area of San Diego. Um, then we do um, uh, Halloween uh, costume parties and um, networking events and 
And then we always had DJ Doc to DJ for us for different events and stuff. So I've connected with everybody in San Diego. So right. it's always a good thing. But then whenever they I do an event for people who were new to San Diego, the first thing they would say is, oh, my God, I see black people. They were so excited <laughs> to be in a room full of people. Because when you first move here, depending on where you live, you might not see another black person for a month or so. It just depends. Yes, correct. So um, I took pride in, in connecting people. I've had people to connect and have met their best friends, male friends, female friends, just people connecting on a foundational level, not just what do you do for a living and I'll, I'll, I can get something from you, so right. let's hang out. Right. But true, bona fide friends. Right. And people that you leave your children with and things like that. So it was a very loving environment. Right. And I want you to tell us about one event that the majority of people came to that were black and they were like, wait a minute, this is not what we do. We don't do this type of thing. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to, to uh, for people to connect sometimes in San Diego because it's so transient mm -hmm. because of the military. So it's hard for people to, to believe that you're going to be there. Cause when I first started, people would ask me because I wasn't originally from here. How long was I going to be here? How long could they expect to enjoy an environment like this? Right. And it's been 25 years later. So it has taken me through the ups and downs and bumps and bruises of people not believing I'm as genuine as I am, that mm -hmm. I'm doing it just because I need love period. Right. And, um, and so if I have positive love coming into my space, that guarantees me not that I won't have any ups and downs, but at least I have somebody to hold on to when things are not going the way I think they should go. Right. And one of the things that I can remember a lot of people just in talking with them about was the fact it's San Diego black professionals. And what I love about mm -hmm. that is you had everyone from lawyers to doctors to nurses, mm -hmm. um, you know, corporate people who were able to relate with others like themselves. You know, a lot of times when you're in a, a certain uh, company, business, you don't see a lot of yourself. You don't see us. No. And to be able to meet people outside of where you're working and see that they are also professionals, like-minded, that's one thing that I know everyone used to always talk about. Yeah, because it, because it, it, it gives you be able to loosen your tie, let down your hair in a comfortable environment. Right. To where you can just be yourself. Right. You don't have to um, worry about what you say. Of course, how you say you should always be nice to people, but no one's asking you, well, why do black people do this? And why do we do that? Because we all understand. Yes. We all, we all understand what it feels like to be in a space to where you're the minority. Right. I've always wanted to make that a very um, fun, friendly, a warm space for everybody to, right. to, you know, to accept each other and, and accept each other's differences. Because one thing we do all have the same is, is our skin color. Correct. We connect that way no matter what. So right. I always to really enjoy that. And, you know, for the listeners, I don't want you to think that it's something that is just a, a black cultural thing. You know, it's ideal to be able to just be around like-minded people as well as right. being around your own. You know, sometimes that's what's needed as well. And it's not to take away anything from any network working uh, organizations out there or anything. It's just that it, it means something to some people. And it was a fantastic yeah, thing. Because, but it takes all of us, you know, it takes, it takes a village to raise a child. Right. It takes a community to, to connect with people to make them feel like they're wanted. Because right. what I found out, regardless of how much money you make, if you don't feel accepted in that space, you can spend your money someplace else. Correct. You move someplace else. 
Correct. Which is why a lot of people stay here two to three years, five years. They're like out of here because it's so hard to find people that they, that they feel connected to. Mm-hmm. They would miss them when they leave, that they would miss when they leave, you know. So those are the connections that I've been able to to um, to, to uh, fulfill. Right. People move out of the country and out of the city and out of the state but still contact people in San Diego. When I travel, I go and visit people that I've met in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, I've connected people that didn't know each other in San Diego. They moved to a different state. And I said, oh, such and such lives there. And they become roommates with that person. Right. Become best of friends with that person. So it's just genuine connections because once I I give my seal of of approval, then people feel like, okay, they're reliable, they're trustworthy, you know, and and they move forward on that because I vetted people. I need to know who I'm dealing with right. before I pass you on to someone else. Right. And what I also love about it was the different type of events that you had. You know, yeah, you talked about happy hour. You talked about networking and so forth. But you held events that were out of the norm, meaning let's do a, a tour of the city. We're going to do a, a walking yes. tour. You know, we're going to go to. Walking tour. Yeah. Tell, tell us some of the events you had. Kayaking. Yes. Ki- see. We did. Yes, we used to do kayaking. Um, we've done. Um, there was this. There's this guided airplane tour that you. It's, it's like you. You. They. Another plane pulls you, carries you up into the sky. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it, we used to do that. And we've done um, going to hang gliding point right. and listen to music. And if anybody wants to hang glide, they're more welcome to. But you know, that's not my thing to jump off of a, um, <laughs> a mountain at this point in my life. But right. <laughs> It was a very, very um, fun experience to see, to be that close to where you can just touch people that's jumping off of a, off of a mountain. So right. was, we've done so many different things. And surfing, I know that you had a, a surfing time. There was an event with yeah. surfing you know, and surfing so forth. Surfing time, we've had um, um, water, what is uh, um, paddleboarding, we've done paddleboarding. Right. And um, it's just so many things. There's so much to do in San Diego. There's people that don't know what to do. Reach out to me. Ask Dre. Ask right. Dre. I will let you know what's going on. If I don't know, give me a day or two, and I'll let you know. Right. It's always going on in San Diego. And so the, sometimes you have to step outside your comfort zone, but it's always something fun and, and invigorating to do in San Diego, in my opinion. Correct. And just like you said, step outside your comfort zone. And, you know, this is not being funny, but this is, this is the truth. Most of the time, some of the events that you had, black folks were like, no, we don't normally do that. And you would exactly. always respond with, why not? Exactly. Yeah, why not? You know, and that's what I loved about it. And that's where people started to grow in love about it as well. You know, they would finish up with like the surfing and they'd be like, what's, Dree, what's next? What are we doing next? What's next? You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the great thing. Yes. And, and I would talk with people um, by meeting them at different places. And I say, yeah, you need to uh, ask Dree. And um, the big thing is she'll have an event and it'll be something that you never expected but it's something that you will find that you enjoy. So I think that was one of the best things that helped a lot of black people here in San Diego to get out of their comfort zone and find other things they can enjoy. Yeah, because I was going to give you a reason to get off of your couch and put down your remote. Yes. And enjoy this beautiful city that we call home because you pay for the sun tax. What Mm -hmm. is sun tax? Right. We have over 300 days of sunshine in San Diego. Somebody has to pay for it. 
So that somebody is usually us. Right. So if and you have to pay for it at any rate, why don't you go out and enjoy every bit of it? Exactly. So I would give you something to do. Get off your couch and enjoy your city. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's just something that is, is fantastic. And like I said, you know, it's it's something that brings people together in a fun way that allows them to enjoy life. You know, and that's what it's about, enjoying life. And uh, because if you work hard, you should play hard. You know, that's exactly. all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And the know? biggest and the best thing about San Diego is people pay to come here and do the things that we don't have to pay to come here and do. Mm-hmm. We can just pay to do it. We right. don't have to pay air, airport fees, get in a, rent a hotel or anything like that. Just get in your car and drive down the street and everything is there. Correct. Correct. It's Correct. So... This is, you know, I want people to know that San Diego Black Professionals is still here. They're still a part of San Diego. And if you're new here and you're listening, or if you're thinking about coming, make sure that you reach out, okay? How to Reach Dree will be in the show details, so you'll be able to contact Mm -hmm. her to see what's going on, all right? Yeah, because we're... We're hosting a uh, Juneteenth celebration this year. There we go. I went. I had the pleasure of going down to um, Louisiana Charlie's in Seaport Village. It's a black-owned restaurant, mm-hmm. and we're working on um, having a, a, a Juneteenth event, which is June 18th. It's June 19th, but we're going to have the event on the 18th that Sunday. Okay. And it's easier to park downtown on Sundays because every parking is free. Yeah. All the meters are free on Sunday. So come down and enjoy us. If you have any questions, as uh, Doc, uh, Doc said, look in the in the um, show details, the recording, and you will see, yeah, show yeah. all the details, and you'll be able to tell where to come out and hang out with us. Excellent, excellent. And we're going to get back with Dre in just a second, but I want to talk about our sponsor right now. Our sponsor today okay. for this show is Young Black and in Business. They are an all-exclusive networking organization serving America's diverse small business owners and entrepreneurs. They help early entrepreneurs grow their professional network, offer high-value exposure, opportunities, and provide entrepreneurial content from seasoned entrepreneurs. With Young Black in a Business, you can grow your network through membership, which introduces you to other like-minded entrepreneurs, or grow your net worth through their programming, which prepares you to access capital. Young Black in a Business has a proven track record of hosting events that attract both traditional and digital media attention, industry experts, and dignitaries. Through signature programs and direct relationships with publishers, Young Black and in Business has the capacity to ensure their members gain the exposure they value. So contact them today via their website, joinybnb.com. Once again, that's joinybnb.com. And I've got to tell you, we are members, myself and my wife, we are members with YBNB, and we have seen that membership has its privileges. All right? All right, Dree, so now let's talk a little bit about etiquette. Okay. I want you to, I know a lot of people have an idea of what etiquette is, but I want you to actually tell us what is etiquette. Etiquette is such a broad topic, and the one that we like to focus on is social etiquette. So a lot of people think we say etiquette, you think of setting a table, pulling out a chair, all of those things, and that is etiquette as well. But how often do we do those things compared to social etiquette? Mm -hmm. Social etiquette is something you do on a daily basis. 
especially since we've had COVID, a lot of our kids and our adults have gotten caught up in that confusion cycle that they don't know what to do anymore. Right. Introverts being going through um, COVID was okay for them. They was just made them more introvert, which is not necessarily an amazing thing, but that happened. People like me who are super social, almost lost our minds, couldn't go outside. So understanding how to, to be positive and to be outside and not to, to walk with your head down and how, not, how to present yourself to the world. That's basically what etiquette is. Right. It's how you present yourself to the world, how the world sees you. And you choose how, how the world sees you. You provide um, social courtesies, uh, self-confidence, business networking, and, of course, dining. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of um, conflict resolution because a lot of times people will say things to you and you don't know how to respond to that. You're right. like, do they really ask me that? Do they really <laughs> come to me like that? And instead of you, you know, coming out of your purse on them or coming out of your mouth on them in a way that you might regret later, we show you how to respond to things like that. Because a lot of people think that bullying only happens in school. No. Bullying is a part of life. Right. The people that bullied you in school turned out to be your boss when you start working in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Or as a kid, your boss when you're working at Burger King or Taco Bell or wherever. You have to know how to, how to respond in kind regardless, but still make yourself feel good about what your response was. Right. So we teach you how to respond to awkward situations. For an example, someone makes an unsolicited remark about your appearance. You, they, you, so you turn a stupid question into a new conversation, and then you change the subject. This is the example. Uh, when you say, when they say, are you tired? You look tired. Respond with, no, I'm not tired. I had a great day today. Speaking of, how was your day? How are you today? Right. So you throw it back on. That's just small little, you know, things that you can say to people. So when they be like, oh, I didn't get her go. All right. Well, I guess I do have to respond. So and a lot of times people don't even realize that they're being uh, off, off center. They're, they're just their personality. Right. So you just learn how to turn it back on them opposed to responding in the way they go. So, well, all I meant to say was. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, that's okay. But then you feel like you did something wrong. But if you come to them in a kind way and revert it back to them, they can't say anything other than, mm-hmm, I'm not going to try that again. Right. So it's a little, little, little tidbit that, that we do to bring it back to um, normality. Now, the, the one thing I know that you also do, and I wanted to speak on this a little bit, was you do etiquette for social media as well. Yes. Yeah, because, because a lot of times... That, that goes to that introvertness. Mm-hmm. You find a lot of people that when they, they're not looking you in your face, that they'll say, they'll do things or respond to things in such a horrible light, make you feel like, like something's wrong. Like in, and they take it out of context. Because again, when you're typing, it's different than when you're speaking. Because when you're typing, you can accidentally put on all caps. People think you're screaming at them. Right. That's the rule. Right. So just, just if there are different rules in social etiquette that, you know, social media etiquette that people need to take take wind of because when you put something online it never goes away right it's always how many there people, yeah how many people put something out there when they were 20 
and now they're 30 or 40 and it comes back to bite them. Oh, most definitely. And lose jobs because of it. Right. You know, so many things you have to be careful with when you're dealing with social etiquette. Right. And, you know, the big thing, um, especially with the social media, that I want to say that more people, there's a much higher number of people that are on social media that really need to understand about social media etiquette because they don't understand yes. it. You know, just like you said, the one I've even now today, I hear people say, yeah, I, I sent a response, but you were in all caps. And they're like, so, you know, those are things that people don't understand. You know, those, that, those that do know that that was a problem to them. The ones that sent it have no idea. So, you know, when you're on social media, as much as we all are nowadays, it is really good to understand the etiquette that's needed to do those things. Because you still have to be kind to people because you still need people to um, even more. You dealing with social etiquette that can that can speak for you, that can speak to your integrity, that can speak to your personality. Right. Because people don't know who you really are because social media blocks all of that. Right. And they have know, all these rules and it doesn't. people don't really know. Right. And what's really interesting is, you know, to me is LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn is mostly about jobs, people, you know, finding jobs, people putting out there, they're looking for people. And I've seen where someone has got all the qualifications for this position, but they wind up not getting it. And I've talked with a few people and I looked at what they had submitted and I was like, oh my goodness, did you mean to say that? They're like, yeah. I said, but the way that I'm reading it is not in a positive light. You know, you may have wanted to do something a little different. So yeah, all of that is important. And I don't think people really understand the importance of it. They don't, especially our children. Oh yeah. Because our children, they, you know, you don't, you don't think, you don't understand the, the, the brevity of it until it happens, mm -hmm. you know, because you have to always, and it's sad to say, but even as a, as a child, you have to um, protect your brand and your brand is you. Right. You're your brand. Right. So you have to, you know, when you're a kid, you, you get emotional. You just say something off the top of the head, off of your head, or just type something off the top of your fingertips, and uh, and it turns out bad. Then you don't know how to apologize um, empathetically enough or sympathetically enough for them to believe that, that you're un honestly um, apologizing for whatever mistake that you made. Right. And a lot of people, they don't even see where they need to apologize. That's, where, no, the, where, that's where the big part of etiquette in my mind comes into play so that you understand the rights and wrongs along those lines. I know of a, a young man that was applying to college. He had made a comment about something, and, of course, you know, the college saw that, and he didn't get in just because of a statement right. he made. You know, those are all the things that people need to know that there is a place for etiquette. You need to know about it socially as well as for social media. You know, exactly. These are things that are so important, so important. But they, but they feel because they don't see you that they don't know what's behind the curtain. Right. And what's behind the curtain is the world, mm -hmm. the world wide web. Everybody. Yes. yes. So it's not just your neighbors anymore. It's not just the four blocks around your home. It's the world wide web. Anybody can pick it up. Right. And run with it. Right. Well, I, I love the fact that we were able to talk and chat, uh, let people know about the Swan School of Protocol and San Diego Black Professionals. Uh, everyone, I've had Dree Berry on. And Dree, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having, us, having me, Doc. Oh, you know, no. I always enjoy uh, any time I'm in your presence. 
tell Whitey I said hello and love her to death. Will do. And thanks for having me on. And, and uh, again, if you want any etiquette, look up San Diego dot Juan School of Protocol and check me out. Just ask Dre and I will help you do whatever I can. Right. And as always, everyone, I'm going to have the way to contact Dre in the show details. So you're able to click there and get right to her. So I want to thank everyone for joining me thank here you. on Straight Talk. And we'll talk to everyone next time. Peace, y'all.